something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news, sensational, irrational. It's Wedding Confessionals. Welcome to another Wedding Confessionals. I'm Brooke. And I'm Pam. And the only thing we love more than weddings is... Talking shit about weddings. I love talking shit about weddings. Yeah. Okay, so um, Pam, before we get started, do you Mm want to introduce our guest today? Uh, I would love to. Yeah. However, we don't have a guest today. It's just us. <laughs> <laughs> You're stuck with me. It's oh. it's just us. Just and even Ruthie's gone. I know. She's not even in the room. It's just me staring into your eyes for like minutes on end. This is a little it's awkward. It's a little awkward. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just to mix it up this episode, we're not going to do confessionals. We're not. We're going to take a quiz. I'm so excited. But before we take a quiz, I do want to tell you a dumb story because now I'm forcing (laughs) you to listen to all my dumb stories. So um, today I went to the gym. Hashtag humble brag. I got my fitness in. Good Um, for you. I went to the gym on Easter Sunday. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Um, So, you know, you go to the gym and you wear your headphones and you zone out. At least I do. I'm not I'm not there to make friends. It's like a reality TV star. I'm not here to make friends. (laughs) So I just put on my headphones. I just kind of do my thing. Get in the zone. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not that I'm rude to other people. I just got to try to stay out of people's way and do my thing and, you know, just choose what I'm doing for the day and, and, and go at it. But I, at times in between songs or like in between beats where like part of the song gets quiet for a second, you can hear people. Mm-hmm. And on oh, dear. one o'clock on Easter Sunday, who's in the gym? It's just, man, all the heathens. The words that I, and I'm not a prude, but I heard like, blah, blah, motherfucker. But it's like, you must be shouting the word motherfucker so loud that I'm hearing, like oh, hearing it through over your headphones. headphones, the other music, the other people. I'm just like, what? And there were, there were like a couple of different groups of dudes. I love <laughs> this story and you were sucking dry your swell bottle. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> anyway, so... I'm at the gym and this is like and literally these are the words I heard motherfucker okay bitch cocksucker what yeah and these are different it's like you can tell there's like a group of dudes that are all like just getting amped together or just like I don't know if they're roided out or I don't know what the hell is going on it was aggressive they weren't like mean or anything you could tell they weren't like in a fight they were just like amped and like yeah motherfucker they're going to church after I'm sure clearly <laughs> yeah but um but whatever but um but the best was I was kind of like kind of laying down on a bench sort of thing doing these like lift things so I can't I'm not able to make eye contact with anyone but it goes in between a song and I hear again very loud and cutting through everything blow job and I'm like what, what? the fuck is going on in my gym what kind of gym do you go to I don't know I don't know I just go to like a normal you know big box gym it's like <laughs> I don't know it's never been like it's usually in this thing after I was done I ended up like stretching with like two old ladies who had like walkers and then like from the walker, like the transition from walker onto the mat was I'm sure it wasn't them saying those words. No, I'm just saying that <laughs> just saying like there's all different types of people that go to my gym. It's not like it's one of those sexy cool gyms. It's like a working man's gym, but it's not like I mean I'm not working out in like a prison yard. <laughs> 
Anyway, so on Easter Sunday, I heard some complete stranger shout, motherfucker and blowjob. So, um, hallelujah on the Sabbath. Damn. <laughs> wow. People are intense. Ooh. I know. So anyway, that's my dumb story of this random thing that happened to me today. And I was like scarred. And um, I think we should go to more positive things like weddings. Weddings. Let's bring it back to weddings. Okay. So, Pammy, you have the, the, the quiz. I do. So we found this quiz, everybody. It is um, from Huffington Post, and it's about wedding etiquette. And I I just looked to see if they like it looked interesting, but I didn't take the quiz yet. So we're going to take it live and find out how good or bad we are at etiquette for wedding stuff. I'm nervous. Yeah. Um, so, Pammy, you have the iPad with the information, so you're going to be kind of like our narrator. Okay. Um, story time with Pam. Ready? Yeah, do it. Question number one. On which lapel should the groom and groomsmen wear their button ears? Button ears is the flower thing. The, That's like... not even part of the quiz, and you're already questioning. <laughs> yes. Right? <laughs> yes. Is that the, uh, the, the boutonnieres? Yeah. Um, flowers. What do you call the thing that's on the corsage? So that it's that's like a man, it's like the man corsage. Yes. Got it. Sorry, keep going. I'm gonna do great. I love that we both kind of like went to Pointed our chest to our boob. Yes, oh. but we we picked different sides. What are, do you have options, or is it A, B, or C, or is it just ask the question and then you just hit the answer to find out the answer? I don't know because I didn't want to cheat. Okay. It just has the answer. Just has an answer. Okay, I'm gonna say. Oh wait, nope. Stand by. <laughs> Oh, yeah, there are, there are, it is multiple choice. Okay, go. Sorry. That's okay. A, all should wear the boutonniere on the left. B, all should wear the boutonniere on the right. C, either side, but the groomsmen must wear their boutonnieres on the opposite side of the groom. Or D, both. Um, I'm going to say they're definitely going to be all on one side. That's weird, right? Yeah, I'm going to yeah. say... I'm thinking like when you, when you, um, I was pointing originally at my right boob. Right. But now I'm thinking when you take the Pledge of Allegiance, things usually go on your left. Like when I think like name tags and stuff, mm. I'm going to say left, all on left. Final answer. Final answer. Okay. That's, that's the boob that I went for. Mm-hmm. So you're going to yeah, stay with it? I'm going to, okay, I'm, we're both going, I'm left. going left. Okay. Okay. What's the answer? Answer. Hey, we got it right. Left? Yes. yes. Traditionally, the boutonniere should be worn by the groom and it, his attendees on their left lapels. The groom and groomsmen boutonnieres should be simple and small, and they should never appear to be wearing corsages. <laughs> you know what? Good Make note. Build as big as you want, bros. Whatever you want. If you want to have a flashy boutonniere, is that what you call it? Boutonniere? Boutonniere. Okay, cool. I'm in. And usually the groom's boutonniere features the same type of flower used in the bride's bouquet, That's while the cute. groomsmen typically wear the boutonniere that complements that side of the groom. Sure. Sounds great. We're one for one. All right. Oh, Woo-hoo! yeah. Let me make a, okay. Number one. We got one for one. Go. Write right. this down. Writing it down. Yep. Next question. You ready? Yep. Ready. Traditionally, who holds the knife when cutting the wedding cake? A, the groom, B, the bride, C, both the bride and the groom, the bride's hands go under the groom's, or D, 
both the bride and the groom, and the groom's hands go under the bride's. I am literally trying to... It looks like I'm <laughs> shoveling. I'm, I'm like uh, reenacting this. Mm-hmm. It's definitely both, right? Like we can eliminate the yes. single. That's just yeah. rude. It's That's, both. It's only just the bride of the groom has drank so much that he's not available She's for like, this portion the of the reception. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm going to say little hands go first and then big hands. So I'm going to say little bride first and then big man hands over. Okay. That's my choice. Because I think about like when you teach somebody how to golf or tennis and you see like that visual of like the guy being like, well, let me show you. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that kind of makes more sense because they are traditionally larger than the other one. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. What is the answer? Let's see. Oh, wait. What do you think it is? You know, that makes sense. I was thinking the other way around where like I was trying to imagine a picture of like, you know, are the bride's hands on top because they're more delicate. Yeah. Show off that rock. And show off the rock. Yes. But I don't know. I like the golf answer. Like that really swings it for me. (laughs) But I'm bum. Answer. C. When it comes to cutting the cake, the bride traditionally puts her right hand on the handle of the cake and the groom puts his hand over hers. Yes! Two for two! Yes! I did not think I was going to be this good at this. You're so classy. We're classy. That's what we're learning. Classy ladies here. Well, I think I like that we're really breaking down what this is. Now I want cake. Also, (laughs) I'd like to point out that, like, who, does anyone really fucking do this? Did you do this? I mean, I definitely remember cutting a cake, but I don't remember anyone telling me how to do it. I wonder if maybe photographers do because of the visual, but I don't know. Look at, wait, the picture that we're looking at, is it, are they doing it correctly? Yeah. I guess so. I don't, we're going to do some research and get back. I'm going to find some pictures. I'm just going to find some candids and see what we see. Well, you know what? That makes a good point because like, you know, during your wedding, everything is a blur and it's going so fast that you do have that wedding, you know, coordinator or somebody who's there who whispers in your ear. Coordinator's like, your hand's wrong. I mean, really? No, I don't think. I would give a stank eye. No, hardcore. Yeah, but no, you just do what you're told. It's just like, (laughs) here, we're going to. You bet me. We're going to cut the cake. Here you go. Put your hands here, you here, and like you just do it. You know, you're. Yeah. You know, you're you're following, like, you know, say hi to this person. Now you're cutting the cake. Now you're doing this. I didn't have a cake. We had cupcakes. So we didn't do this. What did you do? I said, I genuinely don't remember. I brought the cupcakes. I remember that part. You did bring I remember the eating a cupcake. I do not remember the traditional presentation of bridegroom cupcake. It we, was later in the evening and you served cocktails before the wedding. Yeah. So I have, have a very valid excuse as to why I don't remember. True. Okay. Go True. ahead. Um, we had a, a cupcake, a, a his and hers. And um, we basically just shoved them in each nicely, nicely. There was no like cake everywhere, yeah. but but yeah, we didn't do any cutting. We just took the cupcake just and bloop. Yep. <laughs> Did you use your right hand or left hand over his? To... No, <laughs> okay, so um, that was number two. So for the record, for the listeners at home, we are two for two, both of us. So um, I think we're doing pretty well. I'm really proud of us. Are you ready to do number three? Next one. Okay. How long should you allow for the printing of formal invitations? This is an etiquette question. This is just planning your life. A, one to two weeks. B, three to five weeks. C, six to eight weeks. D, 
9 to 12 weeks. 6 to 8. C. Final answer? I mean, for the record, if you were to use a certain, like like those high-end websites where they just blast them out really quick, you could probably get them in two days and just have to pay a shit ton of money in shipping. But yeah. Exactly. I think for high-end, nice ones, I am guessing 6 to 8. Well, I think? mean, they're saying formal invitations. Like, these are nicer. Like, yeah, I'm thinking like gold and like little papers and shit. Or is this, you know, calli- calligraphy? Like, is somebody actually oh, writing I this out? Know. Because that's, I mean, printing. Yeah, you can have that. It does say but the high printing. End printer does take a while if you're doing like they're in demand. What that's do you true. think? You thinking faster or slower? I don't know. I, f- gonna... I feel like it's six to eight weeks is a lot. I mean, that's two months. You got to know so you think who's it's going. No, I think, I don't know. This is like a trick question because normally I'd be like, yeah, it's one to two weeks, you know? Maybe that's the answer. Maybe I'm overthinking it. No, she's thinking about it, guys. Maybe three to five is your answer. Let's do one month. You do one month? What is yeah. that, three to five? Yeah. Okay, so you're saying three to five. I'll say three to five. I'm saying six to eight. Who's right? Oh, my God. Damn it. What is it? Six to eight weeks. Yes! I'm so classy. I printed mine at home, by the way. <laughs> so did I. Okay, so I got I got it right. Yes. It took one to two nights. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a pain <laughs> in the ass. God, looking back, what a disaster. Can I tell you real quick a dumb story? Yes. Um, I know you're not a Vanderpump Rules watcher. You're more of a Beverly Hills Housewives. Yeah, Housewives. Um, but I'm a big fan of uh, uh, Vanderpump Rules. Yes. In this last season that just wrapped up, um, Katie Maloney married Tom Schwartz. Uh, I don't know if now she goes by Katie Schwartz or Katie Maloney Schwartz. I'll have to look into that. Um, okay. But um, they had for their wedding invitations were on a tea towel. Oh. They printed a tea towel. Okay. With all the information. So you had to keep a towel. Like, I know. Like, it's pretty. about that. And it was also like, fuck it. Like, each one was like, I think it was like 18, 20 bucks per. What? Yeah. Because it's a cloth printed. Like, if you think about, like, what you're You can asking. do that on a t-shirt. I know. It doesn't like... cost 18 bucks to print something on a t-shirt. It's cloth. <laughs> I'm just telling you. They got had. They, they got, it's like, it, and I also think that if that company was trying to promote themselves for other people to do this tea towel shit, the price, totally, no. Sorry. But I just think I'm that you out. have to, like, not lose a tea towel. Because with the paper, you just kind of shove it on your fridge. Or you have a place sure. you can file it away, but this is like fold up this tea towel. Yeah, where do you? Or do you use it? Because it's like rude. Like I have my before the wedding coffee like, stains, and you know what I mean. Little cat piddle. Like I don't know. It just it gets really dark. This is someone's like wedding thing. You know what I mean? Well, I think that it's okay after, but what do you do with it before? And you're like, I don't know. I'm afraid to use this before so the you're wedding. After they get married, it's completely acceptable. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'd always feel weird. I think I would politely keep it for a year after the wedding, and then it, I would do my annual purge, and it would it would be it would gone. disappear. Somebody in the Salvation Army would really be enjoying a Katie Maloney, <laughs> Tom Shorts <laughs> wedding. You could sell tea that. Towel. Well, I mean, because oh, they're famous. Yeah. <laughs> are they? I don't even know who they are. Sorry. They're. I mean, you know, in like the Bravo world. Okay. There's somebody. Okay. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I mean, they're they're really that likable. 
So people have... might want to get this towel and do bad things to it. Oh, oh dear. That makes me mad. Oh. That's not nice. Somebody's no. wedding. I don't care. If you yeah. don't like them, that's just like, don't that's participate. Thing, but yeah. yeah. Don't be rude. So yeah, anyway, I wanted your Tea opinion towel. on that because when I watch the show, I only watch it with my husband and he... Though he does have opinions about weddings, and he does have very big opinions about Vanderpump rules, that topic did not thrill him to discuss at length. Oh, he's like, I can't be bothered. So when I got that out with somebody. <laughs> okay, you ready to go on? Ready. Um, so right now I'm in the lead. Okay. I just want to tell you that because you're competitive and I know it bothers you. I hate you. <laughs> okay, next question. What is the ideal lag time between the ceremony and and reception oh this is a good one does that include cocktail hour there's no questions okay Can I ask questions oh god it's like the sats all over again <laughs> a 10 minutes b 30 minutes c 60 minutes d 90 minutes uh, okay it's definitely have, it can't be 10 see i have my personal opinion and i have my opinion of what they i think the answer is okay well we know you're not going to give your personal opinion as the real answer because you want to win <laughs> so what is your personal True. opinion 30 minutes what do you think the answer is 60 oh i we can both eliminate 10 yes that's crazy 10 is ridiculous but getting people from one location to another takes more than and everyone's got to pee yes. pee they gotta refresh a drink or get a drink yeah. you know you got to give them time. Yeah. Um, I know that people take pictures in between. That's why I feel like the like 90 minute is there, which I think is way too long. But I think if you have a cocktail hour and people are taking pictures during cocktail hour, it's fine. That's like normal. Yes. That's, that's, what, I, that's, that's why cocktail like hour. The, the 60 I minutes. I don't think they're, in, I don't think in this scenario, cocktail hour exists. So, um, oh, that's, that's what why I think. you're asking questions. Uh, well, I mean, someone has to, our <laughs> guest isn't here. Ruth, Ruth isn't going to ask these card hitting questions. She's not. She's it's a total, true. you know, pushover. She just wants to rub her belly. She's like, I don't know. See, <laughs> I like um, it. I'm going to say, I actually think that if there is no cocktail hour and it's just straight in, I bet the answer is 30 minutes. You're saying 60. I'm saying 30. Yeah. I'm so, uh, You're sticking with 60. I'm sticking with 60. I say 30. Okay. I think etiquette it should, calls for... It should be 30. Because your cocktail hour would start 30 minutes after. So I think that's what they're getting at. So I say 30. Go. God damn it. Yes. Am I right? Yes. Ah! <laughs> I don't like this game anymore. I, you know what we're learning? <laughs> I'm a classy bitch. <laughs> Meet my trashy fan. <laughs> okay, so the answer really is 30. Because I, I think, because yeah. if you're going from like, because most people, I think that the thought process is in a venue where you're not really, go, you're just going from like one room to another, like 30 minutes is a long time. Yeah. I think it's like, and Agreed. not necessarily just shoving people in there. Because the last thing you want to just be stuck in some like in between lag space. Okay. Yeah. If there's no cocktail hour, then get your ass in there so people can sit and eat. Yeah. What's the formal answer they give? The ideal lag time between the ceremony and reception is 30 minutes. After all, you want to avoid keeping guests waiting too long with no place to go. Typically, lag time is dependent on how far the two venues are from each other and time available of both spaces, and whether or not the uh, formal photographs of the wedding party will be taken after the ceremony and how long that will take. What? That's a bullshit answer. It is, because then that goes back to it being 60 minutes. You know what? 
I'm going to do a little. You're getting a half. A, a star. You're getting a star. I think that if it, if it comes down to it and there's a tiebreaker, you win. What? I'm just saying if we're tied, I think that it's fair. Okay. I don't know. I just feel like that your answer, I think, was in the end. I think both of us are right. They say 30, and then in the end, they're like, but if there's photographs, and you're like... You're like, oh, yeah, who takes photographs at weddings? Like, this is some crazy thing that nobody does. Everybody <laughs> takes photographs at weddings. weddings. Yes. All right, Huffington Post. All right, that one, I don't know. Mm. All right, next question. Number five. When should you have your registries completed by? Fuck. Dun, dun, dun. This is a stressful one. Did you register? Yeah, I did. You it did? It fine. I didn't thrill from it. I don't get the thrill. I felt awkward about people buying me things that I specifically asked for, like they're fucking Santa Claus and I'm an eight-year-old. It just made me uncomfortable. Like, but I want the red toaster. But specifically because I'm from the South, I feel like a lot of people from the Northeast, I don't know, you have to tell me how the West Coast goes, but on the Northeast, cash is fine or at least it was with my friends most of my friends in uh new york were italian and like that culture Mm -hmm. write a check every time no there's it's not tacky it just is you give cash money cash yeah done not even a check usually just like cash hundreds go love you but um in the south you are a tacky ass motherfucker if you give money really yes so wow. I knew that, and like because I have family down there, it would be really rude for me not to give them options. So mm. I had to fill one out. So I mean, I did it, but it's like, eh. Well, I think I don't know. Are gone are the days of where you're registering for China and so. silverware and things like that, like the, all that formal stuff that used to be the quote unquote. And also, you know, I, I got married later, so like I didn't need a new toaster. I had a toaster that worked. I like it. Yeah. I think that um, I, when I went, I went to a couple of different places, but I definitely went to Macy's and ended up going to the Macy's in Pasadena, which is very like old school. And they had this really great setup for um, wedding registry. And the woman that was working with us, she could, she was like audibly and visibly annoyed that I wasn't doing any fine china or anything. And she was like, really? are you sure? I'm like, yeah, I have nowhere to put it. I have a one bedroom apartment. I can have two sets of dishes. Like lady, look around. Also, it's mm-hmm. earthquake country, man. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's fancy stuff. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I think it's starting to phase out. I think it's also just kind of a socioeconomic thing where if you're at a certain, you know, price point financially and your family is, then it's still a thing. But yeah. I do think it's just, it's kind of, also, I feel like the the stuff that we use our day-to-day wear, I think is a little bit nicer than it used to be. Maybe, yeah. I, I think that's part that. of it. I think sure. it just kind of like everything sort of blended. That makes sense. I don't know. Well, but I'm sure you can still get them if you're really into it. I didn't, I didn't register because my husband and I, I mean, had just bought a house a month before we got married and... Basically, if I could have registered, it would have been at Home Depot because we kind of people do that. now. We bought a fixer upper and I was like, if you are interested, you know, and you're OK with it, gift cards to Home Depot would make our day. Yeah. And we got a lot of them and it was great because yeah. it, you know, we got to get the things that we wanted to make our house special to us. I do remember um, uh, 
sort of in, in line with that of not wanting to give money, but also not wanting to give a gift. And somebody I was working with at the time gave me a Target gift card. She was just like, it's a wedding gift. She wasn't even coming. She was just being nice and just gave me a gift. Mm-hmm. And she goes, I wanted to give you a Target gift card. So if you want to get something like from your registry or something that like is wedding related or something for your home, she's like, you can. She's like, or if you just need some undies or a pack of Coke. <laughs> she was like, so you can just do what you want. It's fine. <laughs> she's like, I'm giving you the opportunity if you want to buy something fancy for yourself. But if you really just need, you know, some Tide TP? detergent. Do it. <laughs> go nuts. <laughs> I really like that. I was like, thanks, man. <laughs> I like it. I probably just spent it on toilet paper. Let's be real. <laughs> a very practical gal. Okay, so what was the question? Do we even get to the question? Or did we just talk about registries? No, we got the question. We haven't we haven't done the uh, the multiple choice. Okay, go. Okay. A, uh, I'll read the question again. Okay. When should you have your re- registries completed by? A, by the time you have sent out your save the dates. What? Sorry. B, one month before the wedding. C, by the time you have sent out your invitations. D, two weeks before the wedding. Well, softball. I mean, yes. Come on. It's clearly a month before the wedding. (laughs) I mean, yeah, you definitely, I think that they're right. You should have some of that. I think in between save the date and invite, you work on that. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. Also, if that's when you want to set up the, what is it? The money moon? Is that what they call? Honey fund. Money moon. It's honey fund. Honey fund. Yeah. <laughs> money moon. I like that though. That works too. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that is a thing and I'm not even clever. But um, <laughs> yeah, I think that that's a good idea. But yeah. It's, yeah. Because by the time, be you know, because somebody gets the, the save the date and that's usually what, six months before. And so you maybe forget and then you get the invitation. You're like, oh yeah, that's right. And then you start actually thinking it's. It's soon, you know, it's in the next yeah. couple months. So then you're like, okay, I'm going to focus on what I need to get for them. Yeah. And the last thing you want as a, as a bride or groom is not having that done. And once the invitation goes out, then everybody's calling and asking. Where I could you find out where you registered. And then it's, it's not one, it's all of them. Yeah. Eight times a day. And if you don't have it done, then they're just going to keep calling. Or then afterwards you have to tell them when it's over. And that's awkward. Ugh. Okay, cool. So we both get a point for question five. Well, I haven't seen the answer, but oh God, if we're wrong, we are correct. Yes. <laughs> I just like to brag that I am still perfect. Oh, brother. Five to three. All right. All okay. right. All right. Let's go. Next one. Yeah. What is the appropriate way to give the bride and groom their gifts? Okay. Like um, unwrapped. <laughs> what does that mean? Sorry, give me the answers. Well, well, sorry, the answers. What are the options? What do they mean by that? The options are they should be brought to the wedding reception. B. They should be brought to the wedding ceremony. Did I say B or C there? I don't know. What was A? That was A. Was they should be brought to the wedding reception? Okay. B is they should be brought to the wedding ceremony. Okay. C, they should be given to the bride and groom at the receiving line. Really? Or D, they should be sent to the couple's address. Okay. Here's the thing. If you're giving me a gift, I don't give a shit. As long as I get a gift, I'm happy. You want to give me a gift while I'm in my wedding gown on the toilet and you're like, 
hey, I have your gift. And just slide the so envelope. So receiving line's good for you? <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, people, you know, if they're you flustered. Yeah, and then you're like, okay, where do I put it? You know, as you're like sure saying goodbye or hi to everybody and thank you for coming. And Somebody's like uncle or some dude is just like slaps somebody on the arm in the receiving line hands of a cash and then like you know what i mean sure there's somebody that does that again sure you're giving me money or a gift i'm not complaining about the time that's the thing is that it doesn't say the gift because there are certain gifts if it's a registry i'm gonna have it shipped to their house are you yes some people bring it to the wedding i think that's old school I don't think that happens anymore. Maybe that china that you didn't register for, I'm going to bring it to the wedding. Perfect. (laughs) I think that, I think the answer they want us to give is what you're saying is the, um, bring it to set, send it to their house. But I think that if it's money or it's a card or it's a gift card, or it's a smaller gift, it's completely acceptable to bring it to the wedding. Please note that it may get stolen, like we learned we in did. the Brian episode where yes. everyone got held up. Maybe you should send oh, it to man. the couple's address. Yes, yeah, safety for safety reasons. Now, I think coordination-wise, it, it it can be a pain in the butt. There is a chance it could get lost. I think if you're, I think your best bet is to mail it to their address. But if you do bring it, I'm every every couple prepares for the fact that ten percent are going to bring something as a gift day of. I bring an envelope with cash on the day of. I do too. I that's do that. Like, I, you know, it, that's that's not the ceremony. It's more the reception that they would be. I, I don't think know. their answer is going to be that mail it thing. Let's see all what they right, say. If it's see. all of the above, I'm going to punch them. Let's mail it. Yeah. yeah. I just want to win. I know. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, whatever. Just give me the gift. I mean, not in a mean way, but like, I don't Thank you. I'm just appreciative. So I ain't going to be greedy about when. No, but yeah. I don't know. Because I, but getting gifts ahead of time is kind of fun. You know, it's like Christmas that happens like the couple weeks before wedding when they start coming in. You're like, wee! Yeah. It's really fun. That's cool. Yeah. I say that. I like that. Okay. What's next? Okay. Next. Number seven. Wow. Okay. Who stands and who sits during the wedding toast? Okay. A, everyone should stand except for the bride and groom. B, everyone should stand except for the bridal party. C, only the bridal party and the speaker should stand. D, only the speaker and the bride and groom should stand. I don't like any of these things. (laughs) Like as you're giving like, them um, my face. What's E? <laughs> what do you think it should be? I think it's just the speaker should stand. Right. It sounds like in all of this, like, it, it, at least the bride would be stuck on her damn feet in these heels, and she stood through the whole ceremony, and she stood through pictures and cocktail hour. And she probably hasn't and eaten now, yet. And she, her feet come on yeah and her feet feet are hurting and you're like now you gotta stand through all of this are you kidding me yeah and you know they're going on and on because you know half the people haven't planned their speeches we're gonna get to that one episode yeah that bothers me Mm. 
It's like Brian talking about you need a tight five or a tight ten. Yes. Yes. Anyway, but um, so I'm <laughs> guessing that the answer must be the minimal of the bride and groom and person talking. What is that? D. D. That's what I think it is. That's what I think too. I don't think it's right, but that's what I think they're. I think it's just be the speaker. Okay. Bride and groom should finally get to sit. Yeah. Oh, we're both wrong. What? A. Bullshit. Everyone should rise for the toast to the newlyweds except the bride and groom. So at least they agree that bride and groom. <laughs> oh, that's right. Get to that's sit. where she used to sit. Wait. Who remains seated? What? If the toast. Wait. So. Everybody who got to sit through the ceremony now has to stand through the speeches. So everyone gets to burn the same amount of calories? (laughs) Everyone gets the same amount of steps? Oh, wait. Um, Okay, so everyone should rise for the toast to the newlyweds except the bride and groom who remain seated. If a toast is directed towards the bride, the groom rises. And if it is directed towards the parents, both the bride and groom rise. I just imagine they start talking about me and I randomly just like rise out of my seat. (laughs) How fucking weird is that this it's like you're at an oscar speech and you're like talking about the director and the director at that moment just rises stand out of up seat. well yes. nobody does this no that's no. not a thing i disagree on this one i feel like anyone when you're talking about them in such a like boastful manner you know what i mean is boastful right is boastful just when you're talking about yourself yes okay i'm sorry in such a um what, what what am I thinking of? I Complimentary. There we go. When That's someone good. pays you a compliment, most of the time you're like, oh, no, 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 no. You know what I mean? Everyone gets kind of bashful and weird. Yeah. It's like, imagine in front of a crowd of people, like, you're the well, best you... daughter I could ever right. wish for. Yes, you're I like, am. yes, I am. That's yes, this is my day. <laughs> it's fucking weird. <laughs> oh, my God. I really want somebody to rise. Now I'm thinking of that song. Rise. Sorry. No, anyone? No. Okay, here's, I want to know. I want to know if this actually happens. This never like, happens. Like, who got this one right? No one. No one. They just want us to get something wrong. Fucking Huffington Post. That was just you. Thank you, Huffington Post. What are we on? Eight. Okay. <laughs> God. All right. Next one. I don't oh. like this quiz anymore because now I have one wrong. I don't want to play anymore. I'm going home. Insert eye roll. <laughs> When should you mail out your invitations? A. This as is not an etiquette question. Sorry. <laughs> no interruptions. A. As soon as your invitations are printed. B. Three to four weeks before the wedding date. C. Six to eight weeks before the wedding date. D. Nine to 12 weeks before the wedding date. Six to eight, right? Yes. Okay. I, also, they're not really talking about save the dates, but that's okay. At least that's what I read on my what Martha Stewart. Oh, that's what she told you. Yeah, Martha. So will not if I get this astray. wrong, it's Martha's fault. C six to eight. Martha's never Ooh, wrong. She's, she's not. Martha. She's Martha. Okay, I'm fine with that. Yeah, true. Yeah, you good? Agreed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. No anecdotes. All right, we're good. Yeah. We're all agreed. Next one. That I'm was still easy. In the lead. Okay, next one. Here we go. Yeah. How long do you have to write and send thank you notes? A, within three weeks of the ceremony. B, within three months of the ceremony. C, within six months of the ceremony. D, within nine months of the ceremony. Oh, it was a year. That's a year to get a gift. Oh, These right. are the thank you notes. You're right. Um. I think in general, just do it as soon as possible so you don't look like a dick. 
And so you should be done with it. So what's the shortest one? Three? three. I'm going to say three. Yeah, but what if you go on a honeymoon right after? Then you... How long are you on this goddamn honeymoon? One to two weeks. One week. I was gone a week. Yeah, that three months. So two, you're still in the wet, like two, that's two and a half months. Three months after the ceremony. So once you get back from your yeah. honeymoon, that's yeah. two and a half months. You're saying three weeks. Oh, oh, I thought it was three months. No, no. not three weeks. I'm, I'm out on three weeks. What's my other option? <laughs> I'm like, Brooke, really? I'm sorry. You're I fighting this? I finished my beer. I'm sorry. <laughs> what are my options? Three weeks. No. Three months. Yes. Six months. Mm. Nine months. I bet the answer is six months, but I think it should be three. Do your homework. Get it done. I say three, two. Yeah. Do you think their answer is going to be six? I don't know. Because, I mean, they had a question about printing your formal invitations. We printed our thank you notes with pictures from the wedding. So you have to wait to get those back. And then you sent that out to print. So you do need a little bit of time to get everything going. Yeah. But I think most people send you gifts before the wedding. So it's even more than three months that they're waiting for that. I'm sure they're just checking the mail every day. You got to make sure you go through with the wedding. That's true. That's a whole nother episode. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say three months. She's sticking to it. I am. Are you going to change to six? You make it interesting? I'll Are you gamble? Six? Yeah. Gonna let's gamble? Do it. All right. I'm look, already look down. Be a lady tonight. Fuck. <laughs> do not buy a lotto ticket today, Pamela. No. <laughs> is that number nine? Brooke is right. Oh, we're going to rename the podcast. What's the name of this episode? Brooke is right. Yes. <laughs> All thank you notes should be written and sent within three months of the wedding. Do your homework. At most. They're not wrong. Three months. True. And here's like, honestly, just do it. Take a weekend and just do it. And then you're done. Then it's the last thing you have to do. My husband and I split it up. You sent yours to your, his people. He did his friends. He did his, his peeps friends and, and I family. did my peeps. Yeah. Yeah. So that not one person was stuck writing all the thank you notes. Like we split it up. Yeah. You know what? I don't, I don't actually remember. I might've written. Nah, I think Tristan did his too. Poor people. Okay. He has terrible handwriting. He's probably <laughs> just like, God, this like, was this a ransom note? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, honestly, first of all, it's rude. Someone did something nice for you. Write the thank you card. Yes. Second of all, it's the last chore. Of the wedding. Yes. Yes. You've just made it this far. Do your just final exam finish. so that you can go have a good time in Cabo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So on to number 10. That was it. Is that it? That's it. just not bullshit. No, that's it. Hit it again. I'm done. This is it. No hit, more. Hit the number. Okay, do it. Hit the thing. Is that That's all of them? Yes. Oh, oh, the last one was an advertisement. The tenth square was oh, that is bullshit. Well, I am Huffington let down. Post. Huffington Post. Wait, how Ruined. many there were only nine? There were nine questions. They couldn't even do ten and keep it even? Well, we have beef with them for many reasons. Mostly for question. Well, I know number four. I lost already. The final tally is Rip. I got eight right. No, you, you got, did not. Yeah. I you got only got one wrong? I got one wrong. <sighs> Number seven. And you got three wrong. 
You see, you got five. There's eight minus five. Wait, there's a star. A two and a half. Okay, so you got five. You said you were going to give me the half. No, it said was. Now you're changing. I said was if it was a tie, you would win the tiebreaker. But you know what? Still a half. Since I'm already kicking your ass, I'll give you that half. So five and a half. I hate you. (laughs) The best part is in all of this, I'm not really a competitive person. Like, I don't care. But I do love pissing people off. And you're so politely annoyed right now. This is glorious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Um, okay, so that was super fun. That was fun. Um, we learned a lot about ourselves <laughs> and about etiquette and about Huffington Post and their dumb ideas. <laughs> and our weddings, and if we were correct in our etiquette or not. No, I think we were kind of classy. Classy enough. I mean, you didn't Ish. put, I don't know how my hands went on a fucking cake, so maybe I wasn't classy. Mm-hmm. 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 so um we even though we don't have a guest and we didn't do fancy confessionals we are That's gonna true. do bridal breaks we we're gonna end with some bridal breaks yeah we need that yeah i think so. here's the thing no matter what every week you guys need something fun to do yeah to break it up yes so i will explain to you pam as if you were a guest here okay so our listeners home if this is their first episode i'm listening a bridal break is we give suggestions for things to do for brides and people helping out with weddings to just take a break from weddings and not do anything about it. Would just put everything aside, enjoy your life for a minute and do something or enjoy something that has nothing to do with weddings. Customarily, Pamela does a cocktail, which I really appreciate. And she has a long list of them. Um, I and I have some sort of random pop culture thing. And then our guest does something crazy, but our guests are here today. So and I'm our guests go- usually have two or three items. Oh, yeah. What is that? I'm like, and I, we tell them ahead of time, bring one thing. And they're like, cool, I have two. Rule breakers. Rule yeah. breakers. Yeah. Mm. They probably put the boutonniere on the wrong side. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Pam, do you want to go first? What I is do. your what is your bridal break booze? Your boozy break. My boozy break. Boozy bridal break. That's my, yes. Yeah, it's there. Um. So right now, um, and, and that means this week. No, that's not true. I've actually been on this kick for a while is Moscow Mules. And then, oh, yeah, I know this is nothing new, but I literally like I, I, I'm i drinking the Kool-Aid. Like I got the cups, which the cups they, are so cute. The tin cups, they keep it colder. Like, I don't know what it is I about drink these everything. Copper. Out of those cups. I know the copper cups really make it. But I mean, it's simple. It's a simple cocktail. It's really um it's crisp. It's um, it's refreshing. It's great for spring and summer and really any time. Um, but yeah, I, I think I tend to drink it more in the summertime. It's a winter drink for me. I think Is it's it? the mug. The mug makes me think of winter. But I always drink. It's a cold drink. And I drink them in the fall and the winter. Listen, man, I can't explain myself. I can't either. <laughs> um, but it's just ginger beer and which is non-alcoholic. I actually. True story. Got carded for buying ginger beer. A, I'm nowhere near the to be carded age. Take the compliment as long as you can. True, but I when he actually asked for my my idea, I'm like, are you hitting on me? Because this is non-alcoholic. And he's like, oh, <laughs> that was did so he call you ma'am? <laughs> After that, oh, yeah. God. <laughs> do you have a brand that you like, or do you like all the ginger beers? Um. Uh, well, because as I've said before, I'm a, a fan of Trader Joe's yeah. and not the Trader Joe's fan that brand yeah. is not the best, but it's Reed's, which yeah, you can usually find. And Q's is really good too, but yeah. Um, which I think 
you can find at like Bevmo or Target has cues. That's a really has a really good bite to it. Yeah. Um, but Reed's is pretty available anywhere. Fun. Yeah. So good. So good. I want to have one right now, even though it's not <laughs> even winter out. I don't know why it's my winter drink. Maybe is it supposed to be? Is there no. is it a seasonal drink? I don't know. Because ginger beer is very tropical. Ginger beer is known for like like yeah, Bermuda warm. and yes. yeah, like Caribbean islands. Yes, Jamaican. Yeah. Or, yeah. Huh. Anyway, I'm stupid. It's fine. I'm Clearly unique. you're not because you I'm, won yeah, the I'm, etiquette quiz. I'm dumb, but I'm classy. That's oh. what we're learning. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my bridal break for this week is um, a television show called Chewing Gum. It what? is on yeah, it's called Chewing Gum. It is on Netflix. The season season two just came out maybe a week ago or so. It is British. Each season's only six episodes long, and they're sitcom like comedy, so it's only like twenty five minutes per episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so British that you do have to put on subtitles. What? Yeah, and they talk fast. And um, this woman, Michaela Cole, she writes, stars in it, and she sings the theme song. And it's oh. about the story of this woman who lives, like she's a very young woman. I think she's like probably in like her tw- like early 20s or whatever, but she lives with her family still and she's a very sheltered life. And she clearly just kind of wants to break free, but she has such a like sweetheart. So it's like a mixture of like kind of like a sexual awakening. The fact that she just like wants to have a boyfriend and wants to like try all these things that like her, like her culture tells her that she can't, but mm-hmm. she's like just so curious about and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's somehow raunchy, but also really sweet. <laughs> it's kind of like American pie and the fact that it's like gross, but it's also oh. like clearly like this like coming of age, like kind of sweet, endearing ending. Um, but it's really, really funny. Don't watch it if like your parents are in the room, but it is great. I love it. So it's on Netflix. Um, Chewing Gum season two is out. One, season one is out, and I highly, highly recommend it. And, and subtitles. And so yeah, but turn on those subtitles because you're gonna need them. I mean, do you do that with British shows? That's do you put amazing. on subtitles? Um, you know what? I don't necessarily watch enough British shows. Yeah. But um, there's definitely times where I've I've turned on the subtitles because I'm like, I have no idea what they just said. Have you ever watched The British Office, the old one? Yes. Subtitles. Yes. I, I no idea what the fuck those guys are saying because <laughs> they're mumbling anyway and they're quiet and like reserved and you're like, huh? What? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah, that's my that's my bridal break. That that, like that is sort of the boozy and the pop culture. So um, drinking Pammy. Moscow Mule while you yes. watch chewing gum. Yeah. Watch some chewing gum and then spit it out laughing while watching. <laughs> um, so uh, that's it, man. We wrapped this it up. Fun. We did it. We took a quiz. We found out that we're sort of classy. Ish. And that Huffington Post has some questionable, questionable well, questions. They need to talk to us before they post the next um, one. Yeah. <laughs> we'll let them know. So um, uh, you can find uh, links to other episodes of this podcast. You can also find... Uh, Connections to where we can find us on social media. You can also, if you want to, email us at weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. And you can also send us your stories via email or through our website or any damn way you want. So send us your confessionals. Yeah. And um, we will see you guys next week with another special guest. Do you Are you excited for that? I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we'll see you next time, guys. Bye. Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song and to Ramsey Malay and Brian Maylard for their technical support, which we desperately needed. Want to make sure you don't miss a single episode? Subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud, and make sure to give us a five-star rating, or I guess a four if you're being judgy like us. 
If you have a crazy story to tell or need some advice, you can reach us by going to our website, weddingconfessionals.com. Or you can email us at weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. Or leave us a voice message at 434-933-2663. That's 434-933-2663. And as always, we will never reveal the names in order to protect the innocent and the annoyed. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're looking for those links, you can find those and more at our website, which you haven't figured out by now is weddingconfessionals.com. See you guys next time. Bye.